starting page Sadi Zayim at the top. Yesterday we learned how the Piyasetna was talking to us and telling us how Faisal used to look with millions of Nevi'im running around and people, even people that weren't full-time Nevi'im would get communications by Hashem and we are part of that nation, we're part of that people. And the ones that we know about, the Nevi'im that we know about are the ones that were in Hutzichel Adarius, is the Lashon of the Gemara. They said prophecies, they said prophecies that need to be forever learned. That's what we have to learn, say, for Amos and Hashem, obviously, because they were written down for us to learn it. And this high and elevated and holy matziv, that's what we used to look like. That's what we used to look like. We used to be in the Vim all over the place, roaming the streets. And what does it look like now? What does it look like today? When was the last time you bumped into a Navi? Nobody. Nobody, nobody in our generation has bumped into a Navi. He was able to communicate with someone that Hashem communicated with them. Look how far we have fallen. Yoroi Yiradnu. We have fallen and descended. Nitamtamnu. Vinitrachaknu. We've become closed up. We've become foreign. And so seemingly disconnected from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Metchilo. It started out initially. Pascha Hanavua. Prophecy stopped. We know Bayasheni being built. That was the last time we had Nevoa. We needed Nevoa to be able to build Bayasheni. Ezra, Nechemyo, Chagai, Chaya, Malachi. And that's it. As soon as Beis HaMegish was built, Nevoa stopped. V'achreha, Gam Ruch HaKadosh. But there was still something called Ruch HaKadosh. That they still got this divine spirit that rested on them. Hanoim had it. In the times of Bayasheni, many people had it. And now how are we so lost and forsaken of Marava Hester? And how great is the, the darkness, the Hester Panam? We're so far, we don't even have Balei Ruch HaKadosh anymore. And here and there, we know that there were Yidin throughout the generations that were known as Balei Ruch HaKadosh. Different generations had different tzaddikim that everybody knew. But it, was, it wasn't common. There was a few here and there. You know, everybody knew that the Baba Sali had Ruach HaKadosh. Everybody knew that the Ribnitzah had Ruach HaKadosh. But there was always a few in every generation. But it's not like it used to be. To just get a spark of inspiration. Some type of inspiration for... To be behislahavos, to be ignited, to be inspired. Shehi It's a spark of a spark of a spark of prophecy when a person has a hislahavos. Person is excited about a davening. Person is excited about doing a mitzvah or learning. He gets geshmak out of learning. That's not. That's nothing compared to what it used to look like. It's a spark of a spark of a spark of what it was. Kamatirchos. How much we have to toil the We work so hard to just get these little inspirations here and there. We could name in our calendar year a few times that we get inspired. Maybe before Kol Nidre, maybe before Ni'ilo, by the Pesach Seder, maybe by the Megillah Sester. We have times that we're inspired, lighting the Hanukkah Menorah the first night maybe, maybe, maybe even more than one night. We have a few times a year that we get very inspired. And how long does it last? A couple of minutes. 
you realize people live like that, that, that moment of inspiration, whether it's the first time you put on tefillin, or the first time you got an aliyah, the first time you walked into the room where Prime Kunieski was, whatever that inspiration was for you in your life, it has happened. Everybody had it. Five times, 20 times, 50 times, 100 times. Whatever it was. You know people used to live like that full time? That's, that's what Christ used to look like. So we didn't that live like that full time. I was so far. But, as we started the parish so many months ago, a rich man that loses his money is, has the potential of becoming a rich man if he still thinks of himself as a rich man. But the rich man that lost money and he thinks of himself as a poor man he doesn't have a very good chance of becoming rich again. What he's trying to bring out to us is, realize we used to be rich. How do you look at yourself now? Do you look at yourself as a rich man still? Or do you look at yourself as a poor man? If you look at yourself as a Yid, as I'm a wealthy person, I'm a Yid. Kaddish Baruch Hu can and hopefully will shortly communicate with me. And I know it happened in the past. It's not something that's totally out of a fantasy world. <coughs> then there's a chance you could still have it. But if you believe that this is something that's so foreign, if you're a rich man that considers yourself poor today, the chances are very, very slight that you're not going to get to that point. We're not trying to turn you into a Navi, says the previous sentence. Though that would be great. It's not like we're trying to turn you into a Navi. Had to put in parentheses. I'm also not trying to turn you into a Ruch HaKadosh, Yid. At least, in one shot. Hopefully you will become a person with Ruch HaKadosh. By the way, it's very easy to get Ruch HaKadosh. It's very easy. It's a safer, it's called Mithil Susharim. Follow the steps. And I tell you, after that, you get Ruch HaKadosh. Very simple. No? Very simple. We have, we have an exact way to get Ruch HaKadosh. It's not like you have to go sleep in the basic chorus with candles on your head and then storm in the middle of the night. You get Ruch HaKadosh. There's a certain thing. The key is, and the high ram precious, and see this. There's a ladder. It's called the ladder of a princess vineyard. And still, Sharm wrote his safer on, on many of those steps of the ladder, and then after that, the next rung on the ladder is Ruchakadish. It's, 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 it's attainable. So that's what he says over here. I'm not trying to turn you into a Baruchakadish, but Pa'amechad, in one shot. We would love for you to become a Baruchakadish. It'd be great, it would be very nice. We have a guy in our shul that we can all go over to and say, oh, he's Baruch HaKadosh. But how disgusting and dirty is the Ben Melech that was sent to a cellar, to a dirty cellar. You send the prince down to a dirty cellar. And he got used to it. He's like, you know what, this is, this is a great place, this cellar. He got comfortable. <laughs> he's a prince he's somebody that belongs in the palace upstairs and he's down in the cellar and he's, and he's hanging out with the, with the cellar people and it's good, it's great, you'll never he found a comfortable spot where he can lean his head against the barrel at night he's comfortable, he has the most plush bed in the entire country but he's happy with the barrel that he has and he can plop, plop his head up again a Ben Melech that gets himself so dirty and doesn't realize who he is. And he doesn't yearn to come back to being a prince. To go back to the way he was. If he's just satisfied with where he is. To the purity of his soul. And to be close again to his father, the king. 
for Ashkafa is Ben Melech Shinishtadal Ashkafa Bazuya. It's unfortunate, but that's what happens to all of us. Every single one of us lived in a palace. We were under Akadish Baruch covered. And we were sent down to the cellar called this world. It's a dirty, dark, dingy place. And we make the best of it, and we start liking it. Like, this, is, this is great. I don't know what you're talking about. There's good stuff here. And we totally forget that we're supposed to be just going back upstairs. This is not where it's at. This is not what it's about. We're here to pick up a couple of things, but we have to go back upstairs from the cellar. We were sent down to pick up barrels of wine, or jugs of oil, or some wheat to be able to make some bread. Instead, we just hang out there. We're like, oh, this is great. There's so much wine down here. Why well, do I have to go back upstairs? Such a good muscle. Shemabin al Atmai, a person starts looking at himself, like al ben melech zachvatay. He stops looking at himself as a prince. And that's what you are. You're a prince. A prince doesn't do certain things, as we discussed a couple of nights ago. A prince has, carries himself with a certain dignity and a respect because he deserves that respect and dignity. Because he's this king's son. And that's what you are. And by the way, so is the guy next to you. You have to treat him the same way. But that's, that's what you are. You are a prince. But, but rather, a person looks at himself not like as a pure, pristine prince, but like a dirty, sullied person who he's happy with his pit that he's in, he's happy with the schmutz and the things that he gets himself involved in. He's happy there. He likes it. He's comfortable. He doesn't even realize, and who knows? And who knows? The person gets so comfortable in, in his in his b'diavad matzim, his b'diavad situation, he maybe will stay in his b'diavad situation for the rest of his life. Because he's very happy here. I don't know what you're talking about. I learn, I daven, whatever, I do. I, you know, I'm not... But he doesn't look at himself as a prince, like that, that he is. So a person is dissatisfied with being a very b'diavad in your life. And that's very unfortunate. And therefore, we're going to finish up the parak. I don't know if we're going to finish it tomorrow, but hopefully the ne- tomorrow or the next day, finish up the parak of what a person needs to do to be able to wake himself up and remind himself of who he really is and what he's really capable of becoming.